Do we have time for a previously on? Yeah. Yeah. All right, hold on. Here we go. The meeting began with lighthearted conversation about the weather and introductions, followed by a discussion of flashbacks from previous episodes. Christopher took charge of the meeting and started with a recap of the week of July 16th to 20th. The team played Lick Lisa and discussed the randomness of the questions and the mystery of the background noise. They also discussed the origin of a drop that comes from prison pen pals and a disturbing story related to it. During the podcast roundup, they talked about Kevin and Slogo's segment on lottery fever and the recent phenomenon of people caring about where the winning lottery ticket was sold. They also briefly discussed the Mark Thompson show and Bean's appearance on it. The team engaged in a lively discussion about the impact of AI on the music industry and the world at large. While they acknowledged the potential for AI to create new content, such as brand new episodes of a radio show, Drew expressed concern that AI could lead to the destruction of the world. Despite this, they also discussed the potential for AI to become a robot overlord that controls consumer behavior. The meeting ended with a recap of the Ralph report and a discussion of a potential new program featuring Ralph. They also briefly discussed a sound clip and Sister Cindy's speaking event. Now say, not half as excited as I am. Sorry, I think I went the wrong way on speeding it up. And yeah, I was, I was like, down. drunk on an opium? Like, what but is going here? Going he could here? not sound more like Richard Dreyfus on the in the infamous beer mug interviews, so. I think you're going to appreciate this poop talk. I need, I need you to be honest with me. Oh, I'm being honest okay. with you, dude. This is going to go a lot easier if you're honest and with me. And, and I will, yeah, dude. Yeah. What are you, what are you on right now, man? Uh, cloud nine what cloud, nine. cloud nine no what are you on right now you one? Gotta be honest i'm on one dude you know what be, stop fucking around what are you on right now man tiktok what instagram not all of them i'm on I'm all not, of them i'm not talking about your ads drugs uh I'm sure if you got some <laughs> yeah i'm down you guys party yeah Sorry. dude step out of the car this is what they do quitters never give up go ahead repping for all of quitters never give up check off christopher check off Lindsay. check off jen pastorini hello drew oh the great ed win ladies and gentlemen i love him so much because i said quitters never give up and he said that's all they do um i guess your first move is to scream and holler jump up and down um then you might wrap your hand up and uh, make your way to the phone all right, hello party people this is episode 116 christopher's on vacation so it's drew say hi drew hi that's hangover drew hi <laughs> uh we've got eddie what's up ed howdy ho people and the great Lindsay in her car or not hello all right we've got quite the show for you guys today uh let's go ahead and get started with the flashback that needs an introduction yeah yeah Hello and welcome to a very special flashback because I'm going to introduce you now. Flashback. And now, flashback. 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 
look at this. Just play the intro. All right, here we go. Uh, Forbes magazine has released their list of the uh, top 10 richest fictional characters. Richest fictional characters. They do this every year. Usually around this time of the year because Santa Claus is usually number one. Right. Because they have to assume he has infinite money because well, just, he buys all the presents. List. But this year they changed it. Ooh. Santa's off the top ten. He's off the oh. list. How did he go from one to out of the top ten? Because they figured it was bogus. Right. But Daddy what? Warbucks. Everybody else that's a cartoon is not bogus? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Daddy Warbucks from Little Orphan Annie. Mm -hmm. They yeah. made him number one this year. Because they assumed he would have made so much money in war contracts and munitions with this thing in Iraq that he would be the richest cartoon character by far. Because that's okay. what he used stop, to be, and he used to be in defense contracts. <laughs> stop reading this list. Interesting. Here's Put your, it away. Here's your top ten. Thurston Howell III from Gilligan's Island is the tenth richest fictional character. Come on. <laughs> Love her. <laughs> um, Not much call for that one, is there? The Prince of Nigeria from that internet scam. Oh, sure. <laughs> if they go on to all you run the lottery, just uh, <laughs> deposit some of your money in my in your account. He oh. seems to have millions the everywhere. That scam guy, he's the ninth richest fictional character. Okay. I thought that was hilarious. Tony Stark, who plays Iron Man, who's uh, the superhero Iron Man. Yeah. He's an industrialist. He's uh, ninth, uh, eighth on the list. Okay. Okay. Bruce Wayne. Sure. Batman. Gotta be. Yeah. Billionaire Bruce Wayne, while he's not fighting crime, is the seventh richest fictional character in the world. Number six. The Monopoly board guy. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> this is it. Just get out. Right get out. <laughs> right there. Seriously, get out. <laughs> okay, stop this list, whatever it is. <laughs> Ralphie, we've never put up a blocky on a storyboard, but this one has gone too far. The Monopoly guy. <laughs> the guy with the monocle. Come the on. Monopoly, you know. You're with the out of here. <laughs> He's rich. <laughs> Leave. <laughs> <laughs> Jed Clampett from the Beverly Hillbillies. Monopoly guy. Man, this is weak. <laughs> Ralph has lost it. And rightfully so. Richie Rich is fourth. Sure. Scrooge McDuck is third. <laughs> C. Montgomery Burns. From The Simpsons is second, and then, of course, as I mentioned, Daddy Warbucks <laughs> with his uh, munitions and defense contracts, number sure. one. Just had to finish it, didn't you? Oh. <laughs> yeah, let it go. I'm a professional, Lisa. <laughs> How does that sound for a change? What the hell kind of story is that? <laughs> Sadly, uh, Lex Luthor, J.R. Ewing, Goldfinger, <laughs> Charles Foster Kane, Cruella DeVille, Gordon Gecko, and Jay Gatsby all fell off the list. Willy Wonka dropped to 11th. You're not okay. still talking about that bogus list. Right. Please be done. People have no sense of <laughs> whimsy. The Monopoly guy. <sighs> the Monopoly guy. <laughs> also, where's Mr. Peanut for having, you know, all the richest people? He should be in the top 10. I did not expect uh, to talk about the Monopoly guy today. <laughs> <Me either. laughs> oh, good stuff. Um, all right. So. Okay, I gotta give me a second of this well, one. For can sure. we think of another rich fictional character? There's more I, coming. Just I, I, oh, okay. I, I once used to be the Nigerian space prince. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, uh, there's a video game called Eve Online that they let you actually scam people in it because you have contracts and stuff. And I decided to make a character called Nigerian Space Prince and made the full Nigerian email and just sent it to anyone that I could find in the game. And then some of them would actually send back money thinking it's funny. So I was like, thank you very much for funding my gaming addiction. Nice.
That's either the best thing ever or the worst thing ever. It's it's both. It's not it's good and bad. Oh, I got one, the Emperor from Star Wars. He was super rich. He built two Death Stars. But they they don't take Imperial credits that ever anywhere. Like that's the problem. Well, yeah, now we don't. (laughs) Okay, I need to know more about this song. Rise and shine, the sun don't wait. Now's the time, so don't be late. Get up now, get up now. Wipe the sleep out of your eyes. Get up now, get up now. Feel the colors in. Get up now, get up now. Come on, baby, for the ride. Get up now, get up now. And let the day begin. So Bean would put that in the intro back in 2006, 2007, 2008. I cannot find that song anywhere, but I love it. Anyone? It sure I sounds familiar. Fastball, maybe? Like, I, I don't, I, I don't wow, know. Wow, a fastball reference. Yeah. And yeah, Monopoly. This is great. <laughs> I mean, I've searched lyrics and everything. I can't find it. Hmm. I love that song. All upbeat and happy. I wonder if it's on one of the uh, Christmas CDs. Hmm. Sure does. Oh, the, the the people sound very familiar, but it's not connected. Right? Sure, if you posted mm-hmm. it to the social club, someone might know, or just ask Bean. Okay. Shazam. Shazam also. Okay, I'm just going to play a bunch of clips. Everybody's talking about the Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes wedding. It's supposed to be happening tomorrow in Italy. Media frenzy happening right there in Rome as everyone starts to check in for the event. Uh, reporters and paparazzi are staking out all the local airports, logging everyone who comes by. And so far we know uh, Jim Carrey has shown up for the event, as has Jennifer Lopez, Jada Pinkett-Smith, and Mission Impossible 3 director J.J. Abrams all there. You know, it's funny to see Jennifer Lopez on the list, because I don't think uh, Tom Cruise and her are, are very close. And plus, this is a massive wedding. He's inviting literally hundreds and hundreds of people to attend this yeah. wedding. And I look at the guest list and I look at all the celebrities that they're on there and I say, I'm surprised that given the nature of their relationship, which is at best sort of friendly, they're not close, that he would have invited her to the wedding. How do you suppose with all those celebrities and all the Scientologists that curse the alley and John Schultz, people like that? Sure, they're all there, there, right? How, how do you suppose he's able to include Jennifer Lopez in that wedding registry list? 500 people invited to the wedding. But I guess uh, even when there's that many people being invited to any event, yeah, there's always room for J-Lo. People love him. The people love him. And uh, farts are funny. Um, (laughs) Ah, this is going to be great. An adult film company has announced they've got a sex tape of Kid Rock and Scott Stapp of Creed getting it on with four female fans on a tour bus. Fantastic. 45 minutes long. It's very explicit. And I've seen the trailer for it, and it, it looks pretty funny, too, quite frankly, because Scott Stapp gives a dreamy eyed look into the lens at some point where he's getting. Pleasured by one of his groupies, and he goes, "It's good to be the king." Oh, it's <laughs> How is he hateable on every level? I don't know, but now any... I know why he's drinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Are there any women out there who are waking up today who feel good about having had groupie sex with Scott Stapp from freaking Creed? Well, no is the answer to that. No. By the way, Omar went to the site and pulled the clip from that. Oh, he did. Yeah, Kid Rock and Scott uh, Stapp from Creed. Great. And the four girls on the bus. Oh, yes, Scott Stapp. What's that you've been hiding in your trousers, your tight leather trousers? 
It looks like a big sausage. That's right, Kid Rock. It is a sausage. It's a spicy, spicy sausage. Come get some of this groupie, bitch. Oh, yeah. How do you like that? <laughs> I don't think that's from the movie at all. That's not from it? I'm pretty sure it's not. With Creed played in the background? Come on. <sighs> oh, that's tight. <laughs> the bit that will not die. No, it won't. And now, a moment with Lisa May. I'm Lisa. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Good stuff, Jim. All right. I got one Great. more. Forbes magazine is released. No. <laughs> oh, you're not going to do that story no, again. It's Ralph. a list of the richest no. fictional characters for we the year. We don't have time for this, Ralph. I'm sorry. Santa Claus usually tops off the list at number oh. one because they assume he has infinite money because he's able to buy uh, toys for all the children of the world. Dad. But here's why they dropped him off the list this year, and I didn't know this. A listener filled me in. A listener who was fascinated by the list, by the way, did a little research. Hey, can I interrupt for uh, just one second? We had the misfortune of hearing this story earlier today. If you have not yet heard it, uh, do yourself a favor, flip over to Big Boy no. for about 15 minutes Listen and then come back. Santa Claus was uh, dropped from the list because of the uh, the deluge of letters Forbes magazine received last year from children who claimed that Santa Claus was not fictional and he should not be on the fictional characters list. Isn't that cute? The kids think he's Santa Claus is real. Okay. Uh, All right. So here's your list of top ten uh, richest fictional characters. Without Santa. Without Santa. All right. Thurston Howell III from Gilligan's Island. Lovey, I'm only ten. <laughs> <laughs> More of a treasure protector. <laughs> <laughs> Prince Abakakiki of Nigeria. What's his name? Prince Abakakiki. Okay. I'm that, sorry, Abakailiki. I think I got an email Nigeria. from that guy. The internet spam guy. The way the emails you get from the, the prince saying, you know, he, he has a lot of money. He just needs your help. Could you deposit some of uh, his money in your bank account and then give him your account number? I did open an account and put some money in there. I haven't heard from him. Really? But Well, he's the ninth the richest fictional character in the world. Uh, Tony Stark. Iron Man from Marvel Comics. Yeah. He's number eight. Bruce Wayne. What's the point of this story? My personal hero and savior, uh, Batman. Uh, billionaire Bruce Wayne, only seventh richest uh, fictional character. Yeah. Yeah. Sixth, <laughs> Mr. Monopoly. Come <laughs> on, Ralph. You can't present a list that has Mr. Monopoly on it. You know it. him, Uncle Moneybags, the guy from the Monopoly game. He's uh. the sixth richest fictional character. Jed Clampett from the Beverly Hills. <laughs> that oil money, still, uh, still serving Jed well. There in the Beverly Hills. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Richie Rich, the uh, the richest kid in the world, is. Uh, <laughs> Come on, Ralph. You don't have anything else. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. Okay, now a little less questions and a little more. Shut the hell up. See <laughs> Montgomery Burns from The Simpsons. Shut the hell up. <laughs> He's lost it. Not I funny! Everyone would shut up. <laughs> Come on. And Daddy Warbucks from Little Lord. Shut Manny. up, Coolio! Number one. <laughs> they say because he uh, he's made so much money in uh, munitions and defense contracts with this whole rack thing that Daddy Warbucks would beat him. <laughs> I can't believe you don't shut up. You're dead to me. Number one on the list. Oh my God! Shut the hell up! Not just Warburton or, or uh, Halliburton, rather. That's making money on the war. It's uh, Daddy it's Warbuck. Dumbest too. list. Shut up, dude. Dumbest list ever. Ever. Mario from Super Mario Brothers dropped to fifteen. Come on, <laughs> Ralph. Absolutely. Come on. Stop. 
<laughs> Thank God. And uh, Willy Wonka drops, drops to 11 uh, this year. So. Is it possible for you to shut the f*** up for 10 seconds? Cruella DeVille dropped off the list totally, <laughs> by the way. This is f***ing weak. Yeah, but surprised me. I cannot remember a time before you started telling that story. Best use of drops ever. I Worst love it. use of time ever, though. Oh, my God. I, I, I know, infuriating them to all ends. I love it. <laughs> but that was the thing. Ralph doubled down on it. Like, I'm coming back for more. It was awesome. I love it. It's, yeah. It's, it's, that's, that's classic Ralph. Exactly. Oh, so good. And that was uh, just so you know, November twenty second, two thousand six, the day before Thanksgiving break. So, so they get a little wedding. punchy right yeah, before. Yeah, they're all punchy. Tom yeah. Cruise's wedding though that that aged well, especially with that guest list. I was like, wow, there were <laughs> there, there were some names on there. Good old Tom Cruise. I'm Mary Katie Holmes. I'm Mary Katie Holmes. I'm yeah. The couch. the couch jumping. Yep. And we thought that was bizarre behavior. Yeah, we thought that was the worst he could get. Just like Ralph, double down. It's funny because what I'm listening to now in uh, 2012, that's when he and Katie Holmes got divorced. So we got oh, the beginning great. and the end. I love the tube of time is fantastic. You'll listen to something and then it happens in present day. You know what I mean? It happens all the time. Um, right, so that's the flashback that needs no introduction. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin? No, Edwin. Oh, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> One, two, three. It's a new day. Our feature presentation. Oh. 2012. I think Harvey was actually disappointed with us. Disappointed. He was embarrassed. You. He was disappointed <laughs> with you. Let's find out why Harvey was so disappointed in the show. The reason is there was a rumor of a Minka Kelly sex tape. Remember, she was on Friday Night Lights. Bean loves that show. Let's just let Bean embarrass himself. Have you seen this? I uh, No, no, no. Harvey? I, I, I know. Don't make me come over there. <laughs> I'm just telling you. I'll come that... over there. <laughs> and you, you know Kevin will. You know I will. <laughs> If you've seen this tape, I'm going to come over there and cut not. your eyes I out just so I can own your eyes. <laughs> oh wow, this just got ugly. Now, when, why is it taking so long to come out, though? Why would somebody, an ex-boyfriend of Minka Kelly, sit on this for so years? Pain. He does sound no, pain. No, because it's, 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 it's very no, frustrating. You really sound, no, you really sound pain. <laughs> yes. I have heard, you, I have heard you, it. I have never heard you well, in, you're, like, several years. This is anguish, thing. Harvey. This here's is anguish. Thing, here's the thing, Harvey, is that Bean has had a crush on Minka Kelly a Big time crush. Yeah, she's for a the long best. time. She's the best. So he is a little. Uh, but Dean, you just seem so agitated. <laughs> I agitated. am. Look, I have a sick kid, and you've got a cure, and you're not sharing it with I me. Mean, that's what's. I, look, that's what's going on here. First of all, don't blame all this on me. <laughs> you're the guest. You're the guy okay? on the phone. Though. You can treat your guests better. You're going after me right. because you're not personally satisfied. Harvey, let me ask. <laughs> that's a good point. Harvey, before we say goodbye, will you do everything in your power as a lawyer, as a human, as a business owner, whatever it takes? You'll pull out all the stops and you'll make sure you do everything you can to make this thing happen, right? Oh my God! You just—you gotta calm down on this. Creepy alert! Creepy alert! Creepy alert! Creepy alert! I'm sorry for being. 
I'm this just saying, all Harvey. About? Harvey, I'm this sorry. That's all that matters. All he's talking it's about. all that matters, Harvey. Come on, wake up and smell the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> what the Har- hell is going on in Seattle? <laughs> A Harvey Levin, TMZ.com. Nothing, right? <laughs> the entertainment website of record. You can check out all the various TMZ TV shows. And why wouldn't you? Because they'll be covering the potential Minka Kelly sex tape. Thanks for coming on, Harvey. Have a great week. <laughs> I think Harvey was actually disappointed with us. Disappointed? He was embarrassed. You. He was disappointed <laughs> with you. <laughs> yeah, that was a, a little bit from the next showbiz beat. That being said, oh, Harvey was disappointed. He was. He was kind of, I think he was kind of surprised <laughs> at Bean's agitation. So it's funny because if you hear in the beginning, Kevin's like, I'll come down there, Harvey. I'll come down there. So I just listened to yesterday in 2006 when uh, Kevin and Psycho Mike went down to Harvey's office to get more information on Michael Jackson and the monkey. And it's a a stupid story. I'm not bringing it out. But anyway, they went down there to, to find out more information from Harvey at TMZ. So that's what's really funny is because he's done it before. It's not an idle threat with Kevin. No. <laughs> Kevin was on, or Ralph was on vacation this week. So they got a bunch of people to fill in on the showbiz beat. It was really cool to do because they had Brad Williams, Psycho Mike, Nell Rivers, Cat Corbett, and Stryker. They all sat in at various times. Let's skip ahead. This is Cat Corbett doing the showbiz beat. Good morning, morning show. Instead of, we use... Oh. <laughs> That's right. Do you know how many tweets I got yesterday? This is Cat. Uh, when we called her, she goes to South by Southwest every year in Austin, <laughs> Texas. And we called her on a Friday morning. She'd been up, I think, until one minute before we called. <laughs> and she answered the Probably. phone like this. <laughs> what kind of tweets were you getting yesterday, Cat? About what? Oh, I can't. I hope you sound like South by Southwest. And <laughs> That's what you're you, famous for. If you, if you take my number, can you call me? I'm like, wow, I need my own like, business. You know, sex life. Here's what we know about Kat. We know how bad a shape she's in when she comes into the studio because usually the lights stay roughly the same. <laughs> if she's been out late, the lights go way down Very low. Very low. And we have yes. to feel our way out of the studio. Kat's <laughs> <laughs> had a late night. Nothing wrong with that. You look pretty good today. So Thanks. <laughs> um, well, to start things off, I heard your little Harvey Levin TMZ Minka Kelly story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I am not going to go down that road because I heard what Harvey went through and <laughs> I I don't know if I have any retorts as great as Harvey. So you don't even want to bring up this story because you're afraid we'll start asking you questions about it. Uh, well, because what, she what? She was 16 having sex? No, she, was, no, 18. she we, was 18. We proved we, we prove that. I thought the math didn't work out. <laughs> no, the math <laughs> clearly works out. I am... Cat. I know you want it online. It is not going to happen this week. But as we all know, eventually. Sure. Hopefully. That's going to go down there. Good old cat. She was a little bit creeped out by being too. Let's jump ahead. This was the Wednesday open. I like this. It has a couple of things that were on the internet roundup that you might remember. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. V-I-G! Turn around. Slowly, keep your hands up so you can see how you look. Turn around. 
It look like you stole a midget pants. Big as you is. How short the pants look. And they about up under your, your behind. And how skinny they are. You can't even pull them up. Girls don't even wear their pants that tight. Pull them up. Big as you is. You about to be 16. Looking like you had a 10-year-old pair of pants on. I know your nuts hurt. Let me ask you, um, for, for a guy like me, I, in high school, I was like a fat, short, little nerdy guy. So what would your character do to my self if I was in that show in high school? And now, people like hearing that. It's probably one of my stronger anecdotes. Our feature presentation. <laughs> yeah, the one internet roundup, it was some kid and he was wearing super small pants and his dad was yelling at him. You, remember, you probably remember that clip. Why'd he got a midget pants on? And the other one was Beer Mug at the Teen Choice Awards. Now, that was something to hear. I couldn't take much of it, so I just brought that one clip in. But, yeah, I, I really got lost in that question. If he was on the show and he used to be a nerdy guy, anyway, it hurt my head too much to bring in more than that. Uh, let's see, a celebrity death in 2012. It'll mean something. I wish Christopher was here because he would know who this is. Uh, sad show business news. Uh, Sherman Helmsley, who played George Jefferson on The Jeffersons, passed away yesterday. He was 74. Speaks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Touching sound effect Very tribute. Sweet. He was, uh, 74 years old. He was found at his home in El Paso, Texas. Now, I, I bring this up because, uh, the story broke at about, uh, 10.30 a.m. yesterday. Right. And, uh, obviously, you, when you think of The Jeffersons, you think of their famous theme song, of uh, moving on up, and then, well, yeah. moving on up, moving on yeah. to the side. one of the all-time yeah. classic TV themes. Yeah, I'm going to pause. We have two problems right away in this report. Can you guys figure out two things wrong with this showbiz report? That is not the theme song. Thank you. Oh, it's bugging the heck out of me. And the other one was, well, let's just play, and you'll see what the other one is. Absolutely. So many people hopped on the bandwagon and did a quick joke about that. Now our friend, uh, and I use the friend term loosely, oh, yeah. uh, Beer Mug no. tweeted about ooh, eight hours after everybody else that, uh, hey, Sherman Helmsley passed away. Looks like he's moving on up. <sighs> Thanks for that tweet, Beer Mug. Uh, <laughs> How proud did you feel? Like, was oh, your he heart was just happy. like... Oh, like, no, he was. Yes, my day I is so you, complete. I guarantee you, this is what he thought. Best tweet of the week. <laughs> you tweet me. this at night. Yeah. I didn't really think best tweet of the week, but it was a relief. Month. It was a relief. It was a relief. Because it was so good, you had to get it out of it here. Was because just I burning. was going to send it out at two, like I said earlier, in my defense. But then I f fell asleep for six hours. And then everybody else in the world did it. Yeah, so, but I said, I, I, I got to follow through. Thanks for that tweet, beer mug. Let's go to the six hour nap. You had a really? six-hour nap? That's my night. Yeah. Six-hour nap. Jeez. <laughs> really? You, yeah. got, you, you got nothing on uh, airline food. You got <laughs> you got no jokes about what to do if your boner pill works for more than four hours. The difference between men and women? Yeah. <laughs> nothing like that. Black people do this. Now, white people, they do this. Really? You got any of that material stored up, Mug? Thanks for that tweet, Beer Mug. <sighs> Look, uh, I can't defend uh, Beer Mug. That's ridiculous that he didn't realize he was the millionth person to make that joke. But I will tell you something I learned about Sherman Hemsley yesterday that surprised me. And by the way, Brad, mm -hmm. it is Sherman Hemsley as a tribute to the man who's gone, not Helmsley. <laughs> but he was, how old do you think he was when he started the Jeffersons back in the 70s? He seemed like he was in his 70s. Yeah. Yes. He was in his early 30s. What? 
He yes. was? He was in his early 30s. The man looked the same for the last 40 years. I don't know how he did it, but yes, he was only in his early 30s when he made that wow. show. So it, Dick Clark looked 28 forever. Life, yeah. Right, until, exactly. Until he passed. Sherman looked 74. He looked 70. He looked 70 his whole life. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, but he was only in his 30s back then, so that was a surprise to me. That's an interesting fact. His, his, the woman who played Wheezy, his wife on the show, the actress, and she's passed away a few years ago, mm-hmm. was over 20 years older than him. Oh, so much trivia that me and Christopher could geek out over. Miss wow. you, Christopher. So, yeah, I was I was banging on my iPod. It's not Sherman Hemsley, Brad. That was Brad Williams who sat in for Ralph. I love Brad. We need to get Brad on our show. Oh, great idea. I'm down for that. Oh, he's had such a fascinating career. Mm-hmm. Being a comic, then being on Kevin and Bean all those years. I think he had a radio gig he up. He did, in, Live 105 in yeah. Northern California. Yeah. Yeah, interesting guy. Yes, that, that sounds great. Oh, and just because it's bugging me and apparently... Uh, Drew, here's the real theme from the Jeffersons. Thank you. Well, we're moving on now. We're moving on now. To a deluxe apartment in the sky. We're moving on now. To the east We finally got a piece of the pie. Yeah. That used to be on after school when I was a kid. So I'd rush home and watch it every day. In the summertime, we would watch, I want to early, early days of TBS. And they would have reruns of Flipper. And they would have reruns of uh, the Jeffersons and stuff like that. And we would watch those in the morning before jumping into the pool for the rest of the day. Yeah, that well, on our side podcast that Christopher and I do, we'll break down the Jeffersons for you. Just stay tuned for that, kids. That was a fun show. Uh, Here was Psycho Mike sitting in for Ralph. And at the end of the showbiz report, this was on a Thursday, they started talking about the Batman movie that had come out in 2012. So he decided to do the birthdays as Bane. Do the uh, do the birthdays as Bane, if you will. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Singer for the Rolling Stones is... Then he loves to dance. Mick Jagger, 69, a great sex position. Unless you have this mask on like Bane, a mercenary from deep within the bowels of hell. Helen Mirren, very attractive for 67 years old. Roger Taylor of Queen, 63, Batman. And Kevin Spacey. A man hiding a tremendous secret. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> 53 years old. And Sandra Bullock. Someone probably not concerned about her age, like Cameron Diaz, because so many men love her. <laughs> She's 48. A man who used to be in Pennywise with the great noble giant, known as Fletcher. He's Jim Lindbergh. Now has his own band called the Black Pacific. He's 47, Batman. And where's Harvey Dent when you need him, Jeremy Piven, on your 47th birthday? Is he a false idol of Gotham? (laughs) I believe so. I am Gotham's reckoning. Chris Harrison of The Bachelor, 41 years old. 41 years on Earth telling people to falsely fall in love on television. Do you feel happy with yourself, Chris Harrison? (laughs) And Kate Beckinsale. Someone Bane would split in half with his big Bane winner. <laughs> winner? 
No, I'm just my note. I keep it in my Bane cargo pants. Why the hell am I wearing cargo pants? What cargo do I need? I don't even use guns. I'm so muscular I rip people's necks off, but I have cargo pants like I'm a paratrooper and nom. <laughs> She's, she's 39 years old, and I saw Pearl Harbor, and I'm not forgiving you. I'm the reckoning of Pearl Harbor. That's a crappy movie. <laughs> Taylor Momsen, recently on Loveline, 19 years old, the singer of Pretty Reckless. Harvey Dent has quite a secret to hide. Straight from the words of Commissioner Gordon. I am Gotham's reckoning. <laughs> that is a showbiz beat. Uh, good old psycho Mike. We were talking about him because when I started listening in 2012, he left the show about that time at the beginning of the year. But he came back, he did showbiz beats. And when I was listening, when we were on vacation, he went out to do a public appearance like an Adele taco. <laughs> like, that's hilarious. Nice. I think that goes back to Kevin and Bean were, were good guys. So the people that worked with them, they, they didn't mind coming back. Doing favors, yep. keeping in yep. touch with them. Okay, let's play a game here. Uh, the reboot of Total Recall was coming out. So let's hear a great theme song from Omar. And let's spin the wheel. It's going to be Drew, this one. Listen to this, Drew. When it gets to the end, you got 10 seconds to answer the question, okay? All right, I'm ready. Let's go. It's time to play Total Recall. Total Recall, that's the game that we play. If you want tickets to the world premiere of Total Recall. Oh, yeah. Total Recall with a chick with three boobs. That's an extra move. All you have to do is recall. Noticed, but Omar for some reason is putting oh yeah in every intro that we have. <laughs> yes, he is. I don't understand Why that. is he doing that? <laughs> I don't know. No I answer. don't know. Here's the way the game is played, though. It is called Total Recall. You are going to be asked to recall things. We're going to give you 10 seconds on the clock, and we're going to ask you, we'll just name a category, and you just have to give us five items in that category. Now, the category just, is, is not that. at all related to the movie. It's just no. any random category. You give us five things in 10 seconds. Yeah, and you'll see how it goes as we go to contestant number one to play the game here. Who's first? Shane is on the line. Hi, Shane. Good morning. Hey. All right, Shane, you're playing for uh, the chance to rub elbows with Jessica Beale and Kate Beckinsale next Wednesday. Total Recall is the game. You have 10 seconds on the clock. All you have to do is name for me five stand-up comedians. Five stand-up comedians. Go. Uh, Dana Carvey, uh, Jerry Seinfeld, Brad Williams, uh, Mike My Michael Myers, and uh, uh, Bill Cosby. Wow, amazing. It's so easy when you're just listening at home, but then when they put the pressure on you. I know, right? I like your background music, too. Oh, uh, yeah, I told you. It's, it's a party in my driveway. <laughs> well done. Even when I was listening to these on my own, I didn't get that one for some reason. My brain wasn't working. Let's see how the uh, listener did. Name for me five stand-up comedians. Five stand-up comedians. Go. Uh, uh... Jay Moore, um, what the hell? I'm, you, you, you have a midget. I can't even remember his name. Jason. Oh. <laughs> wow, that was quick 10 seconds. So Jay Moore and half of Brad Williams is all you came up with. And by the way, half of Brad Williams is not much. Yeah, I was thinking, just name comedians that came on Kevin and Bean all the time. 
in Get oh, Fight. What's funny is he actually didn't even name Brad Williams. He said Jason. He's actually referring to Wee Man because his name is actually Jason. So he didn't even have the right midget. Well, that, that is a problem, not having the right midget. Okay, we're doing the spin again. This is Jen. Here's your question, Jen. All right, listen up. Total Recall tickets, 10 seconds on the clock. All you have to do is name for us five cities in California. Five cities in California. Good luck. Los Angeles, San Diego, San Francisco, uh, Morgan Hill, San Jose, Santa Clara, Sonora. There's, there's no extra credits. You're She's going to name every city in California. Right? <laughs> wow, you guys are on it. Okay, let's see how the listener did. So easy. Uh, Los Angeles, uh, East L.A. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Alhambra. Dude, San Diego, San Francisco, Fresno, Bakersfield, Ontario, the list goes on and on. I like that he went Los Angeles, East Los Angeles. And then then West L.A., and then South L.A., anything else with L.A. in it. Like I said, it's tougher when the pressure's on. Okay, Lindsay, here you go. Actually, I've got two left. I'll give you a choice. Oh, God. We got punctuation marks or animals you'll find in a zoo. Which one do you want? Punctuation marks. Raul, how do you think the game has been going so far? How have you been doing playing in your head as you've listened to the other contestants? Uh, all I know is I drank my coffee this morning. <laughs> all right, okay. Good. Good. He's ready. All right. Here you go. Ten seconds for total recall tickets. World premiere red carpet with the stars next Wednesday at the Grauman's. Here's your category. Ten seconds. Name five punctuation marks. Five uh, punctuation marks. Comma, period, apostrophe, double quote, dash, M dash. Amazing. You guys are good at this. Let's see how the uh, listener did. A period, a question mark, a semicolon, a colon, and a ampersand. Yes! Nicely done. Ampersand. That was, I was expecting apostrophe or quotations or something, but that's unbelievable. Well done, sir. Against ampersand, about (laughs) (laughs) $100,000. Nicely done. You're going. Yeah, you don't hear ampersand mentioned very often these days. Mm-mm. Next up, this was fascinating. The guys from the Lonely Island came in, the guys that were on SNL. And I think Lindsay knows what's going to happen. I'll just play it and we'll relive the glory. Mm-hmm. Producer Dave tells me that you have brought us a little something, a little Lonely Island something today, but we don't know what it is. We made you guys a new theme song. You're welcome. What? Yeah. So like, it's what? A, yeah. I, so We've I think we should listen a to a theme it. song, let alone a new one. Oh, yeah. Well, this All right. Is, well, well, then well, then you're going to love this. The first ever. <laughs> yeah. So you'll. It's not you'll, like you're tr- in competition for something else <laughs> that's, that we've been playing. You'll have to use it then. How long have you been working on this? You know, I'm like a week. Uh, it sounds yeah, like a week's took, worth of work. To yeah, no, I heard no. It. So four hours. I'll tell you afterwards, and you guys can all guess how long. You guess guess long guess it took. This is a right. Kevin and Bean theme don't, song. Don't we need the 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 Kevin and Bean K Rock world premiere uh, jingle? Don't we need the fireworks? Don't we need the big the big music? Something. I mean, this I has never that. been heard before. I would do that if Beer Mugs was anywhere around. But, it, okay, it, yeah, right. I need some fanfare. Does it need fanfare? All right, we'll wait for it then. Oh yeah, no, it doesn't. It really doesn't. Too bad. Now you're getting it. Sing it if you know it. <laughs> Kevin Bean, new Kevin Bean theme by the Lonely Island. They're gonna play it every day from now on. Kevin Bean, contractually bound. It's the Kevin Bean show. They'll play it every day, and they will get sued if they don't. P.S. Go see the watch. That was P.S. Go see the watch because that was a movie that they were in too. 
Yeah, that was pretty catchy. I remember they played that for a while. Let's end this boat with the ending montage for the week. And I play it because there's a lot of Monty Python clips in here that I sent to Bean. So let's just, uh, let's Bogart that joint as we end this boat. Well, that seems to be about all we have time for tonight, uh, unless anyone has anything else to say. Um, has anyone anything else to say? I believe we are free to go. Are we not? Yeah, technically, yeah. Technically is good enough for me. Gentlemen, uh, we are free men. Let's go. I felt that ending was a bit predictable. Yes, indeed. Uh, there was a certain lack of originality. Guess I'll be on my way then. Arrivederci, baby. Now, if you have any questions, uh, well, I could give a crap. I'm going home. You all get paid way too much for doing nothing anyway. Good day. Oh, let's just go out on the dulcet tones of the theme to the Jeffersons. Back to you, Steve, after this. Well, we're moving on Let's jump into the podcast roundup, which is going to be kind of short because, you know, I'm covering some other people's stuff this week. All right. So we're going to start with uh, the Ralph Report. You go and do a show. Yes. Then you get back in your automobile and drive back to Los Angeles, California. Yeah. It's about a 21 hour day. Oh, my God. Almost. Why do you do these things to yourself? Because <laughs> I don't. It's the twenty-eight day trip to Yosemite, and now it's a round well, trip. Look, you're, what are you, a Cannonball Run? Yeah. What are you, Smokey and the Bandit? Are you trying to win a bet? <laughs> Just go someplace and stay Some there. Some bitch. I uh, no, it's I don't have the money for a hotel room. That's like fifteen hundred dollars for a hotel room. Hotel rooms are nuts. It's last, last minute. If you can find one, if you can even find one. Yeah. So I was like, and if I go down like if I left at like eight or nine a.m. to drive down to San Diego on Saturday for Comic Con, I'm five hours in traffic. You could have got a Motel Six in San Clemente or someplace well, a halfway Clemente, or nearby. Must, it's another eighty miles to get home. Dear, God. why not? Dear God, I wake up at five a.m. I get down there at seven thirty. I parked literally right in front of the Comic Con. And then, no, how many po- hours did you walk the floor of the Comic Con? <laughs> I got in. Well, we got in. We got our passes. Uh, we got in. I got the floor about eight thirty, and then I left the floor about six thirty. Oh Jesus! When they, when they booted us out, and then uh, walked over to the Laugh Factory, did my set, got in oh, the car, and went home. God, it's a long day, a lot of walking. That's exhausting just hearing about it. But it was it. fun. It was a good. Day. My, my Colton. It was Colton's first Comic Con. He loved it. Did he have a good time? He had a blast. Did he get any sweet merch? A lot of sweet. Did merch. he get any Legos? 
Uh, I didn't buy a Lego, but he's like super excited about this one new Star Wars video game coming out called Star Wars Outlaws. Mm -hmm. So we went to that panel. So I couldn't go see the cool stunt performer panel that Justin was doing. Oh, because at the same you had time, to go to a Lego panel. So I had to go to this freaking panel, and these bricks go together. Here's one Lego not, brick, not and you take the, the other one, and you put panel. it inside it's the Lego how, brick. That's not how the panel works. That makes a beautiful Star yeah, Wars a model for everyone to enjoy. Representation. Please the welcome is. the chairman Let's, of Lego, I, Bobby Snap Together. I don't know why a Muppet is running the panel. I don't either, but <laughs> <laughs> what what kind of information do you get it wasn't from a, the Lego It wasn't people? a Lego panel. It was a video game panel. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. And, uh, I'm so, uh, barely paying attention. <laughs> you don't give a fuck what I'm saying. <laughs> I like the idea of a Lego panel better. <laughs> For those who are not familiar Why is with it a Muppet? <laughs> Lego, they are bricks that snap together to make all kinds of wonderful oh. structures. You should do that next year. <laughs> Just run a Lego panel as a Muppet. I am. I'm going to host the Lego panel. <laughs> First, you empty the box and get all of the bricks out and then sort them into shapes and colors. There will be no one at this panel. <laughs> oh, trust me. It'll be the talk of the town. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking Eddie is so funny. He just keeps... This is where Eddie is very much like Kevin. He just kind of keeps going against the grain of Ralph. It's hysterical. Was it just me or did that voice sound a lot like Homer Simpson? I thought it was more Homer, like Kermit well, the Frog. Well, he, he kept saying a Muppet. So I, yeah. to me, it sounded like the Swedish chef. Oh, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do that again, Drew. That was good. Yeah. Derp -derp. <laughs> All right. And for the finale, I believe, because I believe I did all this stuff already. Yep. Okay. This is all about the quitters. Let's get into our personal <laughs> minutiae <laughs> jingle here. Why silverware? <laughs> a little bit of a star turn, I think, on the personal minutia today. You're going to be okay. very impressed. Right. Hi, Bean and Allie. It's Jen from Quitters Never Give Up podcast. Oh. I'm submitting my song for personal minutia. Please don't cancel me. It's janky, and I have backup singers. All right, wow. so we have a semi-professional here, also, an actual podcaster. Is she in our home? Why does that sound so crisp and clear? I, I, I assume she probably... I'm a semi-professional. Look it up in the book. Why does it sound so clear? We recorded it on mic, probably maybe wow. even with her cup of... Uh, what, what's their show called? Quitters Never... Nope, they're the other X. one. Uh, <laughs> it's called X, right? Why did I just forget the name of their show? It's Quitters Never Give Up, right? Yes, That's what it is? Okay. Yes. So I'm wondering if her backup singers are her co-hosts from that, oh, and maybe yes. they just recorded it while they were doing the show. Okay. It doesn't sound like it's rehearsed, but let's see what you think. Oh. Right? Why are they not hitting their mark? Now, this is what I love about the janky universe of all of us, of all of our shows and all of our people. Wait, is, it just trailed up. It just ends. It just ends <laughs> like that. Is that regular people right. would listen to that and go, all right, do it. Yeah. good effort. Okay, try mm -hmm. it again. One more yeah. time. Take yeah. it over the top. Right. But when your quitters ever give up, you go, yeah. perfect. Nailed, Nailed it. it. Nailed it. Right. Send so, it in. That Whew. is our jingle. Thankiness forever. Uh, everyone take a bow. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Oh.
<laughs> Wait, I want to remember that term, the Jankyverse. Or, no, Janky Universe. Janky Universe, yeah. I'm proud to be part of the Janky Universe. Same. And that's the podcast roundup. All right, who wants to take us out? Whoop us out. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs>